0: This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo, And I'm John Davis. JD! Hey, Bo, Good afternoon, man. Good afternoon to you, too, sir. How are you doing <laughs> today? I'm doing great, man. Did you forget your computer? Uh, no, see, this is the miracle of modern technology. Oh, you have your handheld computer. You can do everything on a mobile phone these days. Isn't it's, that precious? It is It is amazing. Yeah, it's I, good. Yeah, so
1: I got, I got show notes in, here. In, but, including listen to Country Squire Radio, if you like. That this or, is true. Or, or watch it. This yeah.
0: is true. The, the only problem with using the phone for the show notes, and it's not a problem for the podcast, but for those that are watching live, it looks like I'm texting, which is very rude. You know what I mean? Like when you're at yeah. a or at a conversation, and yeah, I know, somebody right? Somebody pulls out their phone and they're like texting on it. Like, but no, this is this is show notes, so it is legit. And hey, uh, yeah.
1: it, you know, it is funny. Every time, so much of our jobs nowadays uh, in retail is weird. You know, yeah. I, I have to do it on my phone. I, it's not a computer. It's not a, a normal phone. It's a it's a mobile device. And so, you know, people walk in. I'm sitting here texting, <laughs> what what looks like texting, even though right. I'm probably putting content on Instagram or whatever that's not personal related at all. And you know, I just have this wonder in my mind. What do these people, these you know, older gentlemen that walk in the shop, what do they think I'm doing? Like these kids and their skateboards and their their metal <laughs> their metal pipes and their aromatic tobaccos I and got, their and their and their te- and their texting. I, I don't know. I kind of feel bad, you know, but at the same time, I got to do my job. Yeah, it, it's, and it's like, hey, hold hold on one second. I got I got to text. Uh, you know about the uh, about the score of the game last night, but <laughs> but it's not about that at all. I, uh, well, you know, I, it's I will, just kind of weird.
0: It is it's it is a generational thing. I would imagine you know younger viewers, younger uh, customers probably recognize that you're not necessarily texting, but they also recognize that you might be. John David over here tweeting. I'm trying to buy some tobacco. What's no, that's that? right. That, that <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's exactly right.
0: <laughs> well, uh, hey man. So you know we've got we've got some great shows here on the horizon. Uh, you know we've been talking about the last couple of episodes, but we've got coming up here in the next week or so. A, uh, an episode, a new episode to the Pipe culture series on places. Yeah, and I'm
1: looking forward to this. Man, I think it'll be fun.
0: I don't think I've ever seen such an early response to a pipe culture episode, like a topic. Like, as as has happened before, we've touched a nerve with this one, but we touched an early nerve, and, and a good way, of course. <laughs> like, we're getting all of this great feedback, and so keep it coming. Uh, email your thoughts on pipe smoking places to show at radio.com. Uh, we're going to collect those and, uh, and compile them, and really looking forward to that episode and, and we could tell that y'all are too so hopefully we'll, we'll do right by
1: you yeah no that's good that's good um any anything going on uh, with you bo uh, other than uh just kind of you know general uh show related stuff
0: yeah well i mean so you know we mentioned before I'm, I'm in the process of moving and it's it's uh it's a it's a fast move moving to houston uh this actually this past weekend i was in houston and um I, I probably shouldn't say this yet, but let's let's just say we are getting very close to potentially having a new house. No, that's good. Yeah. The, that's great. The offers yeah. have been going back and forth over the next 24 hours. It's looking like we're in the right ballpark. Okay. You okay. know how these things go. I mean, there's still inspections and everything else that goes along with it,
1: but- You know, I don't care how many bedrooms and bathrooms. I don't care what the foundation's like. I don't care if it's in a flood zone. <laughs> is there- I don't care what the school district's like. Where's is the there, cellar? Is, well- <laughs> Is there a decent place to smoke your pipe oh, in, in in said prospective house? Yes,
0: yes, yeah. Well, on, on prospective no, on, property.
1: On, on property, right? I mean, you know,
0: the, I mean, it, there's a back patio area. It's it's got a pool like mm, yeah dude like smoking the pipe by swimming the swimming and man. smoking your pipe yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> and, I'm and y'all are stuff. bringing the dog right of course I mean, oh, you, yeah. you're not i mean you know, the dog's part of the family you, you want us to leave Isley with you <laughs> no not at all not, not 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 at all i there there is absolutely zero interest in that <laughs> i've never seen a dog that can jump so high in my life like she, I, yeah I, yeah that, that that dog can jump <laughs> um no that's that's great man shoot that's uh that's exciting i'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to um me and getting down there to see your new digs i, I think gotta it'll be tell great. you
0: i you know we you know i've I've been nervous about this. I think probably well, yeah, listeners sure. have, have been able to kind of pick that up is that this is this is a big move. And, you know, I've, I've only ever lived like five minutes out of
1: Mississippi <laughs> my entire uh, life. No, no, that's right.
0: Yeah. And so, no. and so to move to, to Houston is, is a big move. It's a it's a different spot. You know, I'm, I, different culture. Different I mean, you know, culture. It,
1: it is, you know, some would say the South and it is the South, but it's it's a different animal. But it, it really it's, is. And
0: it's, it's huge. Like the thing is, so we this past weekend while we were there, I mean, we were there for a lot of reasons. The house was kind of the big one. We were visiting churches. And, and you know, checking out the schools and everything, and and also just going downtown and and man, kind of getting the feel of the city, dude. It's it's a blast. Like there is yeah, so much so fun cool, stuff man. in Houston. I'm, I'm I'm really really excited to be there. So to anybody in that that area, um, please start sending your your recommendations for smoke shops. I know John David's already yep. uh, listed a few. So um, got
1: to go see my buddy Ross at, uh, at yeah. the Briar Shop. Man, gosh, you get great great folks down there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: speaking of great folks man we've got great folks that listen to this show and um you know if you if you've been listening like a lifelong listener we, we really appreciate life-long you lifelong
1: listener you've been listening longer than we've been doing the show no, no 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 not not the not your life oh the
0: life of the show the life of the show <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like what kind of special time travel do you have to do that to be fair your mom has been
0: listening to this show. For, <laughs> <laughs> for, <you> know,
1: <laughs> a poor woman, we got to find her some new uh, new hobbies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: I will say, like we really, everybody who, who who listens to the show. I mean, I just want I want I want to just personally say for me and for John David, thank you so much. I mean, like we honestly we could not do this show without you. Yeah, um, about two years ago we introduced the Country Squire Radio Patreon account as a way for people to support the show because we would not be able to continue or have been able to continue without that support. It was crucial. It was huge. And when we started the the Patreon account, you know, we really wanted to treat it as something different. We didn't want to just, oh, here's a Patreon. We wanted to treat it as a club and kind of have... This idea of you know if, if you want to just be a patron give it a, a buck a buck a month or a buck episode that that's that's great that's huge and thank you but for those that are really willing to dive in and to help make this show happen we really wanted to treat it more as as a social club as sure, as yeah. a as a pipe smoking club and international country square radio. Um, uh, club. And a large part of that was putting together an online space for people to be together, which is how we came up with the Squire Lounge, which is our Facebook group. Uh, now, the Squire Lounge is a closed Facebook group. And that means that it's only available for those that are actually club that are members.
1: On, yeah, uh, club members been also on Facebook. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And,
0: you know, it, in the last couple of uh, weeks and, and the last month in particular, I've noticed a big influx of a lot of great listeners trying to join the club and, and just saying like, hey, I'm not a patron, but I've been listening for And I don't want to devalue the fact that you've been listening forever. Oh gosh, no, not a bit. That's huge, and thank y'all so much for doing so. But for those that are making this show financially happen, um, you know we we want to make sure that we're adding value there. So uh, if if you if you are able to support the show and want to want to jump into the Squire Lounge please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Radio at our club member level, and uh, and we'll get you in. And so, uh, and for those, and I will say this too, for those that are club members that still haven't gotten access, let me know, just reach <laughs> out to me directly. I think I got everybody. But What's a good email for you, Bo? Well, if they just get contact, uh, show at radio.com. Show at countrysquareradio. That's okay, where I go great. to collect all those. And so, yeah, great. just just hit that and, um, and and we'll get you in. I had somebody actually say, hey, I'm, I'm a club member. Just wait waiting in line still here. Waiting,
1: still waiting on my deal. It's like I'm a
0: bouncer. Get you know, your like, head out of the <laughs> sand, Bo. Yeah. <laughs> you are I know, you're you're the gatekeeper. Like I'm on the list, and I'm like, uh oh, oh yes you are. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> we'll, we'll,
1: get that, we'll get that done. Man, no, that's great. That's great. Hey, did you watch the Super Bowl last night? I was that, that's under, the one with the ball bats and the uh, the hoop
0: net. No, no, hang on. I know what the Super Bowl is, it's an American pastime, and like we we treat it as the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade to some extent. I mean, like it's a it is a an annual tradition. And I was saddened that this year uh that tradition. Tradition didn't happen because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: I know there was supposed to be a
0: a Super Bowl, and then uh, the oh, Saints, it's
1: because you're a Saints fan. Well, as I understand it, oh no, that's right. You know, I heard it was really difficult to uh, to watch uh, the Super Bowl in the city of New Orleans. You know, the Picayune Times with the big like full spread. It was a blank sheet on the front, right? <laughs> and it said Super Bowl. What Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. Yeah, it, it's funny. How, you know, we uh, obviously have a lot of friends and uh, you know dedicated listeners. In the New Orleans area, and we got a lot of uh, ribbing from them because you know we had a Super Bowl party at the Squire last night, and everyone in Super Bowl uh, in in New Orleans was uh, was celebrating the anti Super Bowl, which uh, you know <laughs> is what New Orleans does best, which is goes out and uh, throws a gigantic party in celebration of uh, you know a, a made up a made up holiday, which you know is is great. And I, so I saw I did see- they won the party. I said, they always
0: do. I saw somebody was like literally roasting a ram.
1: Uh, <laughs> like, <in> new Orleans, <laughs> like on a spit and everything, like. uh, it's ridiculous. We're going to buy a whole ram? Drink? Is that even legal? Like by federal it is, law? It, it is in New Orleans. Uh, no, in New Orleans, <laughs> right? No, that's 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 exactly right. Napoleonic yeah. code. No, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was the pipe shop, Johnny? Uh, Napoleon. I uh, love those smoking rams. No, it was great. Yeah, we had a good time at the Squire. Uh, great turnout, man. Lots of uh, lots of pipe and cigar smoking, and um, yeah, it was a good a good evening. So you know, it's amazing just how uh, quickly we filled up our new shop, right? We We've got mm-hmm. uh, all this extra space. and Of course, we were nervous about man. How are we going to fill the shop with uh, furniture and inventory and, and all this? And man, we're already uh, jam packed. I'm trying to figure out where to put uh, more pipes, more tin tobaccos, uh, build new shelves for uh, new bulk blends, and how to uh, you know maybe get us some more space for our growing shipping business and all this other stuff. And so uh, it's a lot of fun. But man, it, it was it was really beautiful to see that uh, that little pipe shop just full of uh, full of people last night um, in a in a very you know, watching a very terrible game. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to ask you, man, because obviously you are a tobacconist, you are a blender, you are somebody who likes to take advantage of get-togethers or big monumental events or even even just personal events and kind of come up with a tobacco for it. So did you put together a, like, or, or did you either make a custom tobacco for this year or perhaps have a recommendation
1: for the big game? You know, I, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I guess I could have. I mean, it's one of those things Well, it's okay. This, this year didn't count anyway, so it's fine. No, it didn't. No, that's, right. it, it, that, that's exactly right. That's right. You know, um, yeah, you know, I guess I didn't really uh, do that. There is something to be said for uh, you know marking those special events, but not for the Super Bowl. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's just... Not not something that's uh, that's come up. I, I don't think this year uh, was particularly worthy of one, unless you're a Patriots fan, which which of course they won last night, and uh, and uh, and good and good for them. All right, man. Well, <laughs> good for all of us because
0: uh, it's this episode, man, we, we're we having some fun. We, we're we doing that in which you would think a podcast about pipe tobacco would do. We're talking mm. tobacco. Man. Yeah, man. It's the forte. Yes, sir. Now, it, you know, it's funny. I, if you think back to the earliest tobacco talks, like the idea was here's one tin, here's one blend. And there's been times where it's been, well, here's a couple of blends. And there's been times like here's
1: a couple of tins. When you say blend, like bulk blend, yes. you know, some, something we brew up at the Squire. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Uh, but I think we're back. Back to to classic today. Is that correct? Or? we're going we're going with two
0: tens. Two tens. Okay. We're going we're going with two tens. Now, <laughs> but, but one you, of them you put one of them is coming from your person. One so. of them, it,
1: <laughs> that, That's exactly right. And so it's in a mason jar. That's and right. so Bo is you know he's uh was was confused because of this uh you know exquisite ball jar that I've got that uh, has a big old hunk of of plug tobacco in there that we'll get to. Oh, I, th- I, I think we're gonna do that okay. second. Um, but um, yeah. So we got a couple of fun ones today. Of course, uh, tobacco talk. This is kind of the heart of Country Squire Radio. It's who we uh. I, you know directly associated with our dna uh, other than uh, you know picking on each other each week and and uh, being the abuse victims of your uh, <laughs> your memes and whatnot that's right <laughs> by the way uh you know the the guy that uh is you know last night's super bowl the the guy that is the um main singer of maroon five i think his last name is levine yeah yeah it yeah. is no I, relation are we, are we sure pretty sure because he did take his shirt off he did take his shirt off and, it, and it had california written on him i i don't I, you know and speaking of memes i mean i just think they're i maybe two, there's some opportunity there's there. two
0: reasons why i know there's no relation to brian levine uh one because he uh, uh adam i believe adam levine phoned in that performance last night and brian levine never phones in a performance. hey that's true that that is true and it, it, brian brings the a game every time and two we saw him take his shirt off But we saw what was under his shirt, which was a ripped physique.
1: Which is the other reason we know <laughs> there's no relation to Brian. That, that DNA d- can't it certainly <laughs> certainly is not uh, commingling there. That's yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's great. Y- you know, if he lifts his crate of uh, you know McClellan tobaccos that he's cellared over and over, he might develop a bicep. You know, wow, ma- ma- maybe, maybe. Wow, one. I'm not yeah. going there, Brian. I was, not, <laughs> I was going for some light ribbing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so uh, tobacco talk today. We've got a couple of couple of fun tobaccos uh, that various ends of the spectrum um, you know. here. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is Holger Dansk Daily Mixture. This is a very classic uh, brand that uh, has been around a long time. It was recently reintroduced into the uh, US market uh brought uh into the market again by our friends at Law uh who of course are the owner of Peterson Pipes and also the American distributor for uh Savinelli, Cornell & Deal um and so many other great brands uh GLPs, uh so many so many awesome brands. So Holger Dansk uh man it's uh interesting blend uh well interesting tobacco we're, today we're talking about their daily mixture. This is a uh Virginia burley aromatic. It, it says it's uh, matured under intense pressure Ooh. and uh and mellow, but not too sweet, which we'll get to shortly. Um, Fifty Grand, Tim. These are the same folks that make uh, Brebbia tobaccos, also James Fox tobaccos. So some uh, some really good uh, tobaccos there, made in uh, in Germany. Oh wait, yeah. Fox is out of Germany. Ja- James Fox. So you know it's the historic brand, uh, historic shop there in England. Which yeah. uh, over the years, all these different uh, tobacco shops, you know, like the um, Freiburg and Treyer, and you know other uh, Ratrays. You know, these are all brands that might have their roots. Uh, somewhere like scotland or or london uh but you know a lot of the stuff now is made uh in other factories across the world just using sure. the same name uh some are original formulas some are not um, but yeah the the uh the holger dance uh tobaccos are made uh in germany and, and and it is the same factory as the uh as the james fox stuff so yeah. guten tag yeah no that's right that's right uh bless you um, <laughs> So uh you know interesting uh Holger dance they have a variety of mixtures uh, uh relatively elegant uh tin presentation I'd say I mean uh, you want to you want to describe that tin I mean I, I don't know it's 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 simple but you know Yeah so like the, in the very center I, I I associate the ship
0: as like, like a gr- Viking type ship, yeah, like Viking or maybe Greek or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, Holger dance, uh, you probably Viking, right? Right. No, oh, yeah. I guess I guess Greek as well. But yes, because because I had the kind of the dragon type deal and that sort of deal, uh, and then the shields on the side. I suppose that could also be yes, yeah, more of a, a Greek thing as well yeah, but
1: they, they, you're probably right they're probably going for the the nordic look right?
0: yeah 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 it's got that that the red white and blue or i'm sorry the the red blue and yellow the prime the primary colors going around in the rim but they're kind of close thin strips in a very 70s style fashion <laughs>
1: that's a great way to put
0: it i don't yeah. mean it in a bad way it no just, that's right that yeah, was very much like of the time yeah uh and the the holger It's actually d- <laughs> a great way to put it yeah the holger dance the the entire outlook of the like the it it's it feels dated I don't mean that, again, not in a bad way. Not in a negative way.
1: Right. But
0: this this looks like it could have actually been like really cool in the seventies.
1: Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, L- like like the Country Squire station wagon, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you imagine rocking around with the Country Squire station wagon that had the wood paneling on the side. Hey, man, we brought that bad boy back. And 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 you know, smoking some Holger dance out of your uh, probably out of your favorite Ben Wade, uh, you know, pipe. What are uh, what are what was the best way uh, to uh, to say I am in the seventies right now?
0: That's right. Yeah. It also has kind of a gold strip. Uh, a kind of banner going along the side that actually has the ship in the middle of it. Almost like the ship is... A seal, or would act as a seal for whatever this kind of yeah for kind of
1: is. the the overall package there yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, this tin, of course, we're talking about a vacuum seal style tin. So if you're if you're not watching live, but um, you know are listening to the podcast, it's a uh, the flat uh, we call it the coin style tin that uh, is held together together by vacuum sealed air. Um, and uh, you know just a just a you know simple tin. Uh, my biggest complaint about the packaging with these is that. Um, They have a name on the front of all the Holger Dance tobaccos, but literally nothing uh, about it. It, It's very nondescript, so you have no idea. Uh, Daily Mixture, the other ones are just, uh, you know, again, uh, names that – there is one that's like bourbon and blue, bourbon and black or Hmm. something, and like – but but that's the only one they really have that is a – When you look at the front of the can, you can really tell what you're smoking. So you have to turn it over. Uh, Special Virginia, it says Daily mixture. Special Virginia and Burley Grades, blended by hand, uh, matured under high pressure, ready-rubbed, mellow, but not too sweet. Um, So, again, 50-gram tin. um, uh, My sense... Uh, it is actually that this tobacco as you smoke it is is pretty sweet <laughs> so um, it kind of reminds me to be honest of uh, some of those old over-the-counter brands that that have a kind of market themselves as a natural flavor as a mm. uh, simple tobacco but but do have some underlying sweetness there that um, that you might not expect if you're looking for a non aromatic so um, anyway uh, is and, that
0: sweetness uh, coming just from a natural standpoint or is this
1: are the case this this is, this is a, a heavily topped tobacco I mean wow. uh, yeah in, in in my, in my sense. I mean, you, you know, matter of fact, I'm going to open, go ahead and open this. Yeah, let so, Yeah, man. but take a look at the uh, you know, exquisite internal packaging there. Oh, wow, that's a, <laughs> it's I mean, like I can smell it across the room. Candied range. plums just like popped yeah, out right yeah, there, yeah, you know, I immediately uh, when I started smoking this, thought of plum. Yeah, and you know, you've got some tobaccos that have that uh, that top note, that uh, you know, essence of plum that might be lurking in there. Man, when you open this, you, you th- there are I, th- th- they're, they're, the smell of this, and everyone's like raisins or you know whatever, the, the smell of this particular tobacco, there is a specific granola bar that members of my family like to eat. Oh, is it the one that's like more blueberry than granola? Yes. I know exactly what you're and talking about. And it smells just like this tin. It, it is the weirdest thing. And I don't, I don't know the brand name. I can't think of, but I, I, I know. I know exactly. You know what I'm am. talking about. Yes, like yes, it, it, yes. It, it's, it does. It smells just like it. It, this smells it like even kind of looks like it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know about that. but I mean, kind of, <laughs> if it was blue. Um, interesting. But you know then. the little dried uh, crummy blueberries. You know they yeah. put in those things. It's, it smells. It smells just like that. And, and there's essence of that in the in the flavor of the tobacco as well. So, have you? Is this the first time that you've opened this, or have you already been? kind of uh, No, with it? no. I, I've monkeyed with this tin before okay. and smoked a little bit. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So uh, out of curiosity, how fresh is this? Uh, it's yeah. I opened it last week. Okay, yeah, all right. So it, it is fresh. It's a. It, it is a, it, it seems a bit dry. It's relatively dry. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. It's. What you'd expect probably from an aromatic tobacco in a vacuum-sealed style uh, tin, a lot of your, um, you know, tins that are closed up, kind of like the Cornell and Deal style tin, they uh, have a little more moisture in them, is my experience. But um, this is a pretty dry uh, can of tobacco, Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a a coarse-cut, kind of chunky, ready-rubbed flake, you know. I I was expecting it to be very uh, ribbon-cut, but you open it up, and, uh, you know, there's some significant... Uh, flakes in here, which uh, you know, for the flake smoker, uh, you know, I, I love flakes. It's no secret, and we love uh, smoking tobacco that's um, you know been under pressure. Um, you know, it's a it's a fun tobacco. So it's something that um, you know I, I think a non-aromatic smoker that likes a flake tobacco could appreciate if they're looking for something um, you know that's that's been topped pretty heavily. So. Um, there's lots of, lots of tastes here. We talked about the plum note, uh, graham cracker is very apparent in this particular. What? Yeah. Yeah. This, this particular tobacco, uh, as you puff it's, uh, uh mellow. Not in the um, tin. I'm sorry. There not, is, not, 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 in yeah. the, not in the tin. No, but, um, you know, it, there's a, there's a slight citrus note that comes out occasionally mm. nuttiness. Um, but, uh, you know, again, it's a tobacco that you want to, uh, want to be gentle with, uh, in order for this particular blend to be kind to your mouth, you know, you're going to want to puff it a little slowly but um, but yeah good good you know all around everyday uh, aromatic tobacco not the uh, most intriguing or uh, complex <laughs> or anything but it's a good a good tobacco to try and all the Holger dance tobaccos uh, i think retail for You know, a 10, uh, the MSRP, I think, is around $10. So, um, you know, great value. It's one of those that, uh, you know, I think if you're looking for something that is readily available and, um, you know, you can uh, find it at a, uh, you know, local tobacconist or at, um, you know, your favorite online retailer, I think you'll think you'll be happy with it.
0: That is a that is a
1: solid, just fine. From uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's a How firm, it? it's fine, a firm, just fine, just fine. Yeah. fine, just fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does remind me, you know. To be honest, we mentioned before a lot of those over those old fashioned over the counter tobaccos, which you know, I kind of I kind of think the Holger Dance brand is kind of bridges that gap between our hamster cage friends and our premium tobacco friends. You know, it kind of has that, uh, you know that. Um, it's kind of a middle step there between uh, the two so um you know it's a, it's a good value tobacco i think uh you know something that has enough um you know care taken in its in its manufacturing process to make it uh worthwhile smoking but um you know not super uh, over the top with like we said complexity or anything just a great uh workhorse tobacco so um yeah give it a shot you know it, uh, i think you'll uh, i think you'll be happy with it uh, at least as a part of your rotation and it's daily mixture Fine, just fine. Fine. <laughs> fine, no, just no, no, no. fine. I'm um, attractive in the 70s and has a great personality. No, that's right. That's right. <laughs> has a great personality. Is that code for being called fat? Well, no, you were just like you're like,
0: you know, it, it, it it's all right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it'll it'll do. It's a good do. Uh, that'll I, do. Know, my, my, uh, my, that'll uh, do, pig. That'll do. Wow.
0: Uh my, my grandfather used to have a uh, a farm. Uh, like he always wanted to be a he was an accountant, and he was like a very successful accountant at like executive <laughs> level, but he really had, at his heart wanted to be a farmer and so he saved up and later in life he bought a farm and uh and <laughs> he called it "It'll Do," and so it was always like, "It'll Do." <laughs> it'll Do. I mean, like you know, he was he was like my 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 grandfather was very classic Mississippi. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And so I remember we'd we'd go out to "It'll Do" whenever it comes. So and you know, daily mixture. "It'll Do." "It'll Do." "It'll yeah. Do." <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: man, moving along to our to our second uh, tobacco today. You know, we normally talk about two. Uh, today we have um, one that is a lot of fun. It's a little more expensive tobacco, harder to get your hands on. Um, again, this is. You know, from my personal collection, so it is in a mason jar. Not how uh, this would normally be packaged. This is Wessex Gold Brick. Oh, uh, Wessex. Uh, you know, interesting. Um, kind of cult following tobacco, you know. These are made uh, in Germany. Not not a ton of different blends. This is not uh, the prolific nature of a you know, say a Cornell and Deal or a Sutliff that just has all these different blends. Uh, Wessex, you know, they they have their uh, kind of stable of uh, modest stable of blends, but they're they're all very high quality and uh, and really do have a cult following, um, which you know because they're limited makes them kind of hard to find. It's not the esoterica level hard to find, but this you know still kind of can be hard to get your hands. Hands on was Wessex the one that made that like
0: premium of the premium tobacco like two or three years ago? No,
1: that was, Do yeah. It. Hold on, hold on. That will, uh, yeah, we're gonna, I, I, I will, I will have an answer for that. All um, right. yeah, W.O. Larson, W.O. Larson, I'm, I'm almost positive that was W.O. Larson. Yeah, mm. I could be wrong. I know that it was made by Scandinavian that, Tobacco. No, that fruit. sounds familiar. I, I'm yeah. pretty. I'm pretty sure that was right. I forget what they well, called that stuff. When you say stuff. gold
0: brick, like that's the first image that popped in my mind. Like the yeah. first time that we saw that, it was like, oh my god. Well, you know, it was
1: what we're refer- What Bo brought up and what we're referring to here. A couple of years ago, there was a. Um, it was released, I think, at the Chicago Pipe Show. There was a. I, I'm almost positive it was W.O. Larson. There was a limited edition tobacco. It was the MSRP on it was nine hundred and fifty dollars for a three gram tin i mean it was it was absurd like something that like you know uh um p diddy would buy just because he could kind right of did, you know what i mean right yeah. right um so uh yeah i can't remember I, we'll have to uh, we'll try to do some more research on that maybe have some information on it next week obviously none of us and probably none of our listeners could afford to buy that uh, if you did we want to know about it <laughs> is diddy a pipe smoker
0: I want to know about that.
1: That's a different kind of pipe.
0: Let's get him on. I don't think so. Diddy, man, Diddy gets into like some like crazy things. No, he does. Out? He's like a super fanboy of like he Downton Abbey. Like, Diddy? <laughs> really? I don't know. Maybe he listens to this show. No, you never know. Call you us, know. Diddy. No, that's right.
1: Yeah. What Call us. On? <laughs> We'd love to have you. Yeah. And then have us on one of your next like, like track. Wow. Sample Country Square Radio. Way to not sell an album. I've had um, a podcast be sampled before. It can happen again. Okay, let's talk about Wessex Gold Brick. Let's do it. This is a straight Virginia plug. Um, so it it comes in a literal uh, a literal brick. Now I have not removed much from this, uh, so it's basically in its uh, original form. But this is uh, it, it comes in a very uh, incredibly simple cellophane package. Um, it is a um, when you buy Wessex Brick, you're looking uh, through cellophane at a at a plug. Of tobacco, a, a simple brick. It's three and a half ounces. It just comes in this very simple uh, cellophane package, and it's, uh, yeah, man, it's just a, a just a little chunk.
0: That's interesting to me. Okay, so yeah. this is probably a dumb question. I should have asked a long time there ago. There are no stupid questions, just stupid people. Well, and I'm already here. Uh, so <laughs> if if this, so this is sold as is that in this right mm-hmm. in terms of that brick
1: in this uh, in cell cellophane package cellophane is is only uh, it, the only way it's sealed is basically through a, uh, a sticker. Yeah. So I know with beer, like I mean,
0: this is part of the fermentation process and everything else. But like that, you want to make sure that you want to reduce as much light as possible gets to the beer before you actually drink it. I have always assumed that tobacco was kind of covered in some form or fashion. As to reduce the sunlight
1: getting in, and I would imagine heating up the tobacco. Yeah, it's more of a function of heat than than it is uh, light. You oh. know, we we talk about you know tobacco a lot of it's uh, you know cured in outdoor areas and things of that nature. But um, really, the only again, I'd love to be corrected on this if I'm wrong. But the only uh, you know thing you really be protecting the the tobacco from is the heat. Um, you know, a lot of tobaccos are stored in in light, right? You've got uh, glass jars, see through jars like a mason jar. Okay, that's true. Um, so it's not it's not necessarily light. It is a heat sensitive product, though. That's why a couple years, a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, we um, had one of our friends call in or write in. He said, "Hey, you know, we're talking about doing this in a laundry room." Um, and, and my first, you know, gut instinct there was the only thing you might want to be careful of is having. Um, You know your tobacco stored in a hot environment if your if your laundry room is not climate controlled or that type of thing. Hmm. So um, anyway, all all that to say, yeah, I don't think the light is as much uh, as as the um, you know the temperature variety there. Okay. um, So anyway, uh, Wessex Gold Brick. You know the small company label again in Germany. Not a not a ton of uh, different tobaccos, but um, you know their their stable tobaccos are are popular. Their Balkan Supreme is. Uh, particularly, um, you know, popular. And this is also a, a, a popular one, too, the gold brick. Uh, beautiful, uh, you know, the beautiful packaging, really, because it's just – you just see the tobacco. You're just buying a small little brick of uh, of tobacco. That's, you know, the the packaging allows the product to sell itself, really. Um Gold colored with kind of a mottled, uh, mottled dark uh, leaves in there. Maybe a little more mature leaf, but this is a decidedly uh, not mature overall blend. Though the the golden color of this, this is a you know this is a brighter, uh, more citrusy. Uh, you know, top leaf Virginia that uh, is going to have that grassy. Did you try to lick no, that? No, I was about to take a bite of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the uh, you know the the golden color. Uh, I, I think really speaks for the you know the nature or the character of this particular tobacco. So there is a, a grassy flavor. You'll get a little bit of that butteriness on the back end that I associate. Listeners have heard me talk before about um, the MacBaron HH uh pure Virginia uh, Valen uh, tobacco number fourteen. Um, you know you, you get some. Of of That uh, butteriness, there, there, there's a vegetal uh, taste to this, which I think uh, can be off-putting to some people. Uh, some of that uh, is cured by, um, by age. One thing about this tobacco, we've talked about uh, this before with other tobaccos that are you know packaged, uh, marketed in the same way. Um, th- this is to be smoked either immediately or to be cellared in another container. So you know the the, the cellophane package, and we're really talking about. You know, just like a bag of chips. I mean, there's nothing. Uh, it's not even that sealed. You know, it's, it's literally there's air, uh, you know, affecting this. Um, you know, while it's sitting on the shelf, um, you know, if you do want to keep this long term, you really, in my you know opinion, you need need to probably put it in some type of uh, uh, sealed glass container. And so, um, you know, I think that would be uh, wise. But uh, hence the the mason jar that it's in today, um, or smoke it immediately, or you know, take half of it and uh, smoke it now, and uh, and put the rest back. You can cut it yourself, obviously with plug tobacco. Um, you know, you'll have to have to cut it. You can slice it either way, uh, long ways or, or whatever. So some people are gonna, um, you know, fold it and stuff it in their pipe. I'm uh, one of these people that is gonna uh, rub it apart, uh, you know, until it uh, has kind of that chunky, ready rubbed look, uh, more of a ribbon cut look, and then I'll I'll pack my pipe with it that way. The moisture content of this particular tobacco is gonna be determined by, you know, how long it's been sitting on the retailer shelf, right? Now we we sell this tobacco like crazy, um, you know, particularly through our website. So, um, you know, when it comes to our shop, we don't, we, you know, it doesn't sit on our shelf very often. Um, one thing we don't have control over has how long it's been sitting on the shelf at the uh, distributor or even the manufacturer. You know, we just don't we just don't really know. Um so you'll have to determine the moisture content uh, yourself and and you know get it to a point where, okay, well, I know if I cut me off a slice of gold brick that I'm gonna have to let it sit there for you know thirty minutes before I smoke it or uh, or maybe it's good to go immediately. Maybe it's too dry and you need to breathe over the tobacco a little bit or or something of that nature. but, Um, Again, bright leaf here, we're talking about uh, a more uh, grassy, hay-like flavor. Um, You know, this is one of those tobaccos that you don't have to really baby, but, um, you know, you're going to want to smoke it on the slower side. Any Virginia leaf that's got that, you know, heavier dose of natural sugar uh, is is like that um, there's some spice there a little bit of uh, a, a pleasant bite you know that we might associate with uh, your favorite bourbon or something um, you know that just lets you know you're smoking a hearty uh, hearty tobacco you know not super complex this is not a matured uh, th- this particular tobacco doesn't major on the matured leaf side and so um, you, you know you're not going to get those deep rich notes this is a more uh, a, a grassier uh, you know flavor tobacco but uh, good good you know old fashion plug tobacco, just a good, again, all-day workhorse. I think, um, you know, your, your non-aromatic smoker, your, certainly your plug smoker, and and also uh, most Virginia smokers, I think, are going to be um, very pleased with this. It's uh, it's highly recommended. Well, there you go. Yeah.
0: I, I do have a question. With this brick, like how many bowls, good-sized bowls, do you think you'd be able to get with
1: that? Oh, a, a, a whole bunch. I mean, this is a three-and-a-half-ounce uh, brick of tobacco. Th- this, you know, this is actually a, it's a pretty expensive product. You know, we mentioned I, I think this MSRP on this is like twenty five dollars or something. Wow, um, we, you know, which puts it in the category of uh, uh, like a MacBaren uh, Navy Flake, which only comes in a three and a half ounce can. It's I think MSRP twenty four twenty five bucks. Um, you know, you, but you're going to get a whole bunch of smokes out of that. It's so just a really, um, just a really uh, great tobacco. I can't put a really number. Ah, uh, bowl number just depends on you know what, how big your uh, how big your bowl is, Mister uh,
0: Owl. How many smokes does it take to get to the end of Wessex Gold Brick?
1: Well, let's find out. Two and 3 <laughs> 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 had Haven't thought about that commercial in a long uh, time.
0: Yeah. Well, one way or the other, man. Look, if you're thinking about checking out these tobaccos, we we recommend that you do. You know, don't don't take our word for it. Uh, uh, smoke them for yourself and see what you think. But if you do so, you're going to want to make sure that you get a good, cool, clean smoke where you're actually going to be able to enjoy all of the various flavors. And you won't just say raisins. You'll say <laughs> sugared plums with graham cracker, mm. like John David. And the only way you'll do that is by getting that good, clean uh, smoke, like the great smoke you can get with the
1: wonderful corncob pipes from our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. No, that's right, man. Gosh, we love Missouri Meerschaum pipes, particularly for tasting new tobaccos, and they just pair so well with our uh, Tobacco Talk episodes. Today we're featuring the Apple Diplomat corncob Pipe. Uh, it's one of their most sought-after shapes, right? This is a, a, a decent, generous-sized pipe. It's got, um, you know, a, a medium to large-sized bowl, and the Apple Diplomat has a slight bend on the stem, uh, which is really, uh, really nice. Of course, the bent stems tend to be a little more popular, uh, not just with uh, with briar pipes, but also with corn cob pipes. A chubby and familiar oval-shaped bowl is a popular. Uh, pipe and it's for a reason comfortable in the hand and pleasing to the eye the D- Apple diplomat is sure to be a welcome addition to your pipe smoking rotation. This pipe accommodates a six millimeter filter and has a genuine hardwood insert in the bottom of the bowl. It's available as a straight or a bent bit uh, the bent bit the the straight one is a uh, is a little. Um, I think just a little different, but the um, you know, but you can get it in both. We're featuring the uh, the bent one today. It's available in straighter bent. It is included in our uh, also the two pipe gift sets that they have. They have a gift set of uh, the diplomat, both in the apple man. and then also in the Fifth Avenue variety. And so, uh, just a great pipe. Uh, it'd be good to smoke a, a generous sized bowl of tobacco, sitting on the porch, uh, maybe with your favorite uh, favorite libation.
0: One two three <laughs> <laughs> be sure to check out uh, the uh, the bent or the apple diplomat uh and if you've got one smoke it this week take yourself take a selfie of yourself doing it tweet it into us we'll retweet it out it's a great way to let the good folks at missouri meerschaum know you appreciate them for sponsoring this show
1: i love
2: you say meerschaum meerschaum meerschaum
0: Every time.
2: And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba da ba ba ba. Pike question, question of the, of the week. week. Hi, man. Pike Question <laughs> of the Week this week coming in from Tom Cun. Uh Tom says Hey, Bo and JD. First, I want to say how much I enjoy your show. Every Monday at noon, I sit at the computer and get away from the daily rat race of work and get to interact with my fellow Piper community. Well, hopefully you're watching live right now. So what's up, Tom? Uh, He says, I listen, learn, and most importantly, I smile and enjoy. Thank you for that. Here's my question. You know how at the rim of your briar pipes, you sometimes get that charring from your lighter? Well, I know it's not very sanitary, but a little saliva on the old soft rag will clean that right up. Sometimes it looks just like new. I must have super spit.
1: Yeah, spit shine.
0: (laughs) I have and love a 1970s meerschaum that I smoke my plum pudding out of, and it gets some black charring on the rim also. Uh, how can I get that off? I'm afraid to rub the rim for fear of grinding or wearing it down. Can I use saliva on that too? Maybe a toothbrush? Is there something else better? I wait in suspense. That's
1: from Tom. <laughs> yeah, Tom, uh, man, thanks Thanks for writing in. Great question. Um, you know, with Mearschams, I'm, I'm going to be real honest. I'm going to encourage you to not mess with the charring at all. Mm. Um, you know, we talk about the, um, you know, the. Uh, you bring up a great point in cleaning the rim of a of a briar pipe, right? A lot of, uh, you know, a little little bit of saliva, uh, maybe a little terry cloth and some elbow grease. You know, that'll. Uh, you know, get a lot of that charring off. Sometimes folks will take kind of a wet, uh, hot, hot, damp rag, uh, hold it on the rim of that pipe for uh, maybe 10 seconds and just kind of scrub it a little bit. You don't want to do that too much because it will take uh, some of the finish off, but, uh, but you can do that sparingly and, and gently and, um, and, and relieve some of that. Now, having said that, you, you know, you can do the same thing with a, uh, with a meerschaum pipe, but part of the beauty of the meerschaum is that you're, you know, you're letting it take on the color from use, Right. And now, um, you know, the the coloring is going to be a little more even when you're not touching it with your hand, but most... Most, uh, you know, aged Meerschaum pipes that have been actually aged by smoking and not artificially aged by, um, you know, some kind of uh, torch or, uh, you know, wax or anything like that, uh, most are going to have kind of that charred, um, you know, a darker color there around the rim of the pipe. And so, um, I, you know, if it were me, Tom, I would embrace it. I, I, I really would. Now, uh, you know, having said that, if you're incredibly, incredibly careful, um, you know, you can. You can use uh, moisture and, uh, you know, get some of that, um, you know, coloring off of the meerschaum. I've, I've seen folks, you know, in, in, again, the care you have to take on this is so incredible, but I, I've seen folks put a meerschaum on a buffing wheel. <laughs> um, you know, I, if this is a prized pipe of yours, um, yeah, I just I just wouldn't do that. I, I You know, it might be something if you're cleaning up an old estate pipe that you found on eBay and uh, want to try it out. Maybe if you've done several uh, that way, you know, you could get comfortable in enough to treat, you know, your prized uh, meerschaum like that. But, um, you know, I would, I would embrace the color. I really would. You know, if we've got folks in there that, that you know, folks out there that do like to, um, you know, have their meerschaums continue to look pearly white... Uh, you know, that's, you know, we might, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear from those folks that that chime in. One thing, be be aware, if you clean a part of your meerschaum <laughs> on the outside, um, you know, you're going to have this, uh, you know, squeaky clean, bright rim of the meerschaum, but then the rest of it's going to be yellowed. So you kind of have to decide, okay, well, am I going to have a, a, a clean top, but then it won't look uniform or is it just, you know, you, you got to figure out what you want your pipe to look like. But um, anyway, be careful if you do try to uh, monkey with, um, you know, the, uh, you know, coloration of your Meerschaum at all. Uh, I would advise you against it. But if you do, you, you just want to take uh, exquisite care. Um, maybe practice on a couple of a uh, couple of pipes first that you get on eBay. Um, but you know, again, elbow grease. Um, you know, same way, wet rag. Um, you know, even a buffing wheel. But gosh, you better you better take it really easy.
0: Sounds like uh, if you got a local expert to that it might might be better. In some yeah, man. Stance. I mean, you,
1: you could, um, you know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe send it off to you know someone like our buddy Reborn Pipes, or um, you know, even Tim West or uh, Norwood's Pipe Repair. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, someone would be you know willing to take that, um, you know. But again, they're probably going to tell you, look, no promises on the condition of this pipe when yeah, I get done with it because, true. uh, you know, again, those uh, you know, they're just they're just very delicate.
0: Well, there you go. Well, great question, Tom. And hey, if you got a question for us, send it in show at Country Squire Radio. Dot com. Quick, quick Fire with,
2: with
0: the Squire. squire. Alright, man. Quick Fire Quest Ow! Alright, Quick Fire Questions brought to you by new Country Squire Radio shirts. Coming soon. Yeah, all right. You know the funny the funny thing about the coming, I know you don't want me to tell people why they're coming soon instead of why we can do it. And I won't, I won't. I'll wait until we finally announce where you can get them and everything. I will let everybody know why. This is so weird. I don't know. Maybe we just should go ahead and No, nah, no, no, we'll, we'll no. Wait, wait, we'll we'll wait, wait. We'll wait. It's kind of it's embarrassing. <laughs> Cuz anyway. if we tell people the truth, they're going to want certain things that they can't have. It's so Oh. You know what I mean? Cuz then they'll be like that whole, "Well, well, you'll, you'll This find will it.
1: make sense after we release After sense. we release the t-shirts, come back and listen to this segment of this uh this episode. Hopefully this time next week. And then but, you can but,
0: yeah. we'll, we'll let you know. <laughs>
1: All right, man. Quick fire questions coming in from Derek Jum, Jum, Jarnigan. Jarnigan. Wow, my eyesight. I think you literally messed up his name. And I think actually the uh, the uh, pipe question was from Tom Kuhn. Um, and, uh, and I think you messed up his name, too. So these both of these people feel very welcome.
0: Good. I mean, that's how we do it here. That's how I do it. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Derek, uh, this is what he has got to say. This is a barbecue edition. Uh, as someone who I'm sure is in the pro barbecue corner. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> great. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So you ready for this? Yep. Ribs or brisket?
1: Ribs. Six or seven times out of 10, mm. ribs. But brisket is delicious and has its place. But I'm going to go with ribs.
0: Ribs are more delicious, but brisket is more practical.
1: I I don't know, man. People are going to fight you on that. I don't know. I think I think ribs are more like ribs are delicious. Well, who eats barbecue to be practical? Well, that you know, ribs. <laughs> no, <laughs> yep, yep. that's a good point. Barbecue pork or barbecue beef? You moving to Texas? That's that's brisket country. You got to be careful with this kind of yeah, stuff. That, that, you might have to you know briskets. You might have to keep these opinions uh, you know kind of in the in the background. We'll for get a while. that pork brisket. You um, had, uh, barbecue pork or barbecue beef? Pork isn't even a, br- a brisket. That's a that's a beef product. That's a throwback to, a, to <laughs> Oh, I, I, no, no, it is. I remember that now. Yeah, that's right. That's a, an ignorant other episode that we had. All right, barbecue uh, pork or barbecue beef? Barbecue pork. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Pulled, delicious. Pulled pulled barbecue pork. That's right. Sweet and savory or salty and spicy? I'm going to go sweet and savory. I'm I'm a sucker for, you know, just a sweet, you know, barbecue sauce. I love that. I like I like it to have some heat. I'm going to go salty and spicy. Okay. All right, then finally dry rub or saucy? Dang. Man, I I consistently have better better wet sauce, better wet ribs than mm. I do dry ribs. Mm. I I think people get it more consistently right, but when someone gets a dry rub just right, yes, I you know it's just so rare because it can be so not done well. But man, when someone gets a dry rub just right on a doggone rib, man. Hold my beer, like, like, <laughs> like I, I'm about to make a fool myself. Like it's gonna get ugly. Right. Like I, yeah, I'm gonna need a nap and mm-hmm. like you know wake up in a coma. You can't I mean, touch it's just, your eyes
0: for a while. Because, oh like, my gosh. Are like deeply,
1: you know, yeah, dude, I just good. need to sit there and stare at the wall. Maybe have a have a you know cigarette. I mean, it's just a real. <laughs> it's just an incredible experience. So, um, I'm gonna go with wet ribs, but man, God bless those people that know how to do a dry rub. Yeah, man. Okay, so we're Memphis is dry rub. And we're well. Close. well so what's Texas? I the the. Let's get it right. The rendezvous in Memphis is a dry rub. Okay, tell me, yep. well, tell me the
0: barbecue shop in Memphis that is known for wet ribs. I actually know Quir- the answer Quirkies. to that question. What? Corkies. They- and Central Barbecue. Central Barbecue. Yeah. Right. That, Bo- that, both. That is right. All right. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Fair point. Fair point. Fair yep. point. Yep. They, they go both ways. What's Texas?
1: I don't know. Other than just brisket. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they, they don't good, they, good question They don't side on either I, I, one I, No they probably do I just don't know the answer I'm kind of
0: with you man it, it, When a dry rub is done right I am so there for that I'll, I'll I'm, Yeah I'm gonna go
1: dry rub We're not having a barbecue episode Let's move on
0: I never said that we What uh, Not this episode I haven't said that we were <laughs>
1: <laughs> Take it out with Derek <laughs> Great quick
0: fire questions Of course Derek And hey If you've got some quick fire questions For us Be sure to send those in At show at CountrySquireRadio.com <laughs> <laughs>
2: your thoughts your your comments comments.
0: listener feedback listener feedback alright man we got a great iTunes review in from aircooled66 He says best pipe tobacco related podcast I listened to a few podcasts and immediately knew I had to subscribe and contribute via Patreon thank you so much aircooled Uh, John David and Bo present information and pipe culture in an education and entertaining way and I really like the reader questions uh, well, thank you again, Air Cool, for uh, both writing this review and becoming a, uh, a patron supporting the show. That goes a yeah. long way to the longevity of the show,
1: and we thank you so much man, for Man, absolutely, brother. Um, man, uh, next one from our dear friend, Doug Owen, um, who we uh, always love uh, listening to and, and hearing from. Uh, Doug, hope you're doing well, brother. Uh, he writes, um, Hi, guys. Happy New Year. One of my very reliable sources indicates that Lane Limited is going to be uh, the new blender of Peterson tobacco mm. and is planning on introducing some new blends under the Peterson trademark and also will be discontinuing some of the current blends. Hopefully those discontinued blends will not include Irish Flake or University Flake, two of their best tobaccos. Ironically, as you know, tattoos are a big deal lately. Uh, yes, Doug. I have I have two of them actually, and uh, one of my part time employees last year, an avid pipe smoker, actually had this is not a pipe tattoo on his arm. How about that? Uh, which was a dead ringer for the painting. Huh. Oh, that's really cool. Uh, the Thomas Nast image of Santa I recall from my childhood, which we've we've talked about before under some of our Santa Claus uh, commentary. Um, Thomas Nass' image of Santa I recall from my childhood always included him smoking a church warden, probably a clay. Uh, Exercise and pipe smoking, I used to jog 12 miles a week, and then my doctor told me that might add one year to my lifespan, so I figured that year would be eaten up by a number of hours I spent jogging. (laughs) That's my excuse from now on, Doug. (laughs) That is my excuse. Uh, So now my main form of exercise is walking a block to our local bakery here in Polesboro, Polesboro. Paul's bow. Uh, for a chocolate donut, uh, remember chocolate is made from cocoa beans, which are a vegetable. So I figure a donut is healthy food. Keep puffing, our dear, <laughs> our dear friend Doug. Man, Doug and I are like spirit animals, man. We just we get it. We're we're just on the same page. I'm gonna try that uh, donut <laughs> as a
0: vegetable with my wife. I have a feeling I ain't gonna fly.
1: I don't think it's gonna go very far. I man, uh, a little activity on Twitter, uh, you know that I can uh, chime in here real quick. We do have um, uh, one more reminder here again that the St. Louis Pipe Show um, is. Um, is on February sixteenth, Saturday, February sixteenth. It's from nine a.m. to five p.m. That's at the Wester Webster Groves Masonic Lodge, uh, twelve East Lockwood in Webster Groves, Missouri. The there's hotel space uh, available. Uh, there's not an admission fee um, there, but there will be great uh, you know vendors, food and drink, you know, and just a lot of a uh, lot of fellowship there. There's a pre-show reception Friday night from six thirty to nine. This is just a great classic American pipe show long history tons of your best american carvers will be present there at the st louis pipe show pipe smokers collectors dealers pipe makers and anyone interested in pipes pipe smoking and tobacco is welcome and encouraged to attend and they uh they look forward to having you there at the show
0: all right man the uh the the youtube channel our comments have been uh been uh rocking and rolling throughout the episode uh, everybody freaked out when you said raisins. I really I think that there needs to be a, a drinking game. I know we we broadcast currently in the midday, but Oh yeah, look at that. Like every single time that John David says raisins, take a shot. Every single time that Bo spills his drink, take a shot. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like that kind of yeah. uh, that's that, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> also there was the confirmation it was W. O. Larson. Thanks, Odie, for that. Good. We also um Tom uh, shout out to Tom who is actually in the in the chat tonight or today. And shout out to Cosimo Pacheca? Cosimo, yeah and I'm sure I butchered that as well Yeah uh it is 2:30
1: a.m in Western Australia yeah. where we tuning in so good That's morning awesome. brother awesome yeah man or down under No yeah. cosimo has been, uh, been a man friend for friend for quite a while now down so. under. Yeah uh, man That's great good uh, good morning down there Good morning t- I I can't Don't even try and I shouldn't Don't even try
0: I won't <laughs> Uh we also have uh some commentary on the barbecue a lot of a lot of discussion going on Uh, There is uh, Bozan Egrin says, alligator tail on a barbecue is the best. Have you ever had alligator? Alligator tail.
1: Yeah, I I have had alligator. I like alligator. It tastes, uh, you know, what's the saying? It tastes like chicken. It really does taste like chicken. But yeah, I I like alligator.
0: Zach may pop it in for like two seconds to say hey and doing so at the appropriate time to be able to get mentioned on the show. So good on you, Zach. (laughs) <laughs> and then also, um, four-eyed Piper says that he had some uh, uh, Country Squire Green Dragon
1: on his live stream last night. So, uh, oh, that's great, for that. man! Yeah. Thanks for doing that. That's awesome, brother. Yeah, um, man, ch- check that check that out. Uh, we also one more from Portland Paul on Twitter. He says, interesting note on keeping tobacco from heat, air, and light. Stephen Books, of course, legendary, uh, you know, tobacconist in the uh, Pacific Northwest thing is uh, Portland. Stephen Books insisted on storing his tobaccos in a large, heavy, opaque ceramic jar with no gasket. Uh, he had some stored cool. and aged more than 50 years like that. Basically, no light, no heat, and moderate air. If Stephen said to do it that way, do it that way because he was <laughs> the man. And maybe I'll be a you know shadow of him uh, when I when I grow up. So uh, yeah, thanks thanks for chiming in on that, Portland Paul.
0: Shout out to Ed as well. I don't know if he's still uh, tuned in, but I saw that he was on earlier for his first ever live show. And uh, oh, that's great, Ed. One of our our squire scallywags uh, from the Sea of <laughs> group. So uh, oh, always good to shout out the the pipe smoking pirates yep. out. There (laughs) there. The rum rum episode was fun. We need to do rum again. Well, you should. But this episode was fun as well. Excellent. Always learning about these various tobaccos and kind of expanding the palate. Uh, We want to encourage you if you want to join us for a live show. Uh, We should be live next week at noon on Monday and would love for you to be there to be with us.
1: Maybe. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Is what we love. <laughs> at CountrySquireRadio.com. You can also keep up with us throughout the week. I'm at The Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore CountrySquire.
0: And of course, the show's handle at Squire Radio, but all that and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> every time <laughs> every time all right well thank y'all so much man I mean, this was uh, this is fun yeah, It's funny. fun this is the bread and butter man that's what we do yeah man i love i love it i get nerding <laughs> out man it's just uh it's 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 a good time it's a good time wait right, man let's go have a day. see your brother
2: you've been listening to Country Squire Radio a member of the Podcastery network for more information on this and other shows please visit you. Thank you.